0: Online dating, tragic or
1: magic?
2: That's simple, I find it to be a complete quaffdom. Me personally, I find
3: online dating kind of a necessary evil. You've tuned into the podcast that exposes thoughts on relationships, orgasms, authenticity and resilience, guiding you to the answers you seek, with a host who can speak from education and experience, as she has been there and probably done that. This is Australia's Love and Empowerment Coach, Belinda Love, in the raw. Yes,
0: it's me, Belinda Love, back in the raw for episode three online dating. Yes, it's a very common theme for 21st century dating and so I thought I'd do some research myself, not just the experience on the online dating sites, but also have a conversation with a few people who are using it and get their thoughts and feedback and cover a few things that might help you in the online dating world to find the love you are looking for. Before I get into all of that, I have had a great day today, been very productive, beautiful sunny day. That's one thing that I'm truly grateful for is that in Brisbane, even in autumn, it is like summer. Today I'm going to throw some tips out there, but before we get into that, I want to share with you some funny Tinder messages that I have found. They are a little bit funny, a little bit crude, so get your ears prepared for it but you might relate to them because they're a bit daggy as well. So the first one I found was male tinder data one. If I could rearrange the alphabet, I'd put the D in (laughs) U. No points for originality and no points for boyfriend material. But how she replied was, lucky for me, the N is already next to O. Hats off to you, lovely. You handled that really well. Okay, tinder number two. Are you married to Yoda? Because you're delicious. <laughs> I just love dad jokes. Number three, the guy says to the girl, Are you stairs? Because I want to go up and down you all night. And the chick responds, Are you a red light? Because stop. <laughs> now, I feel like this is a common theme on online dating. Uh, and I'm going to do one last one, which proves my point of the common theme of online dating. The guy says, did you fall from heaven? Because have sex with me. (laughs) And she replies, sorry, didn't suffer a head injury during the fall. (laughs) Very, very clever. But whilst it's clever, it's also extremely frustrating, especially for people who are genuinely looking for love. So right after this break, I am going to get into the nitty gritty. We're going to hear from real live experiences and what they think of online dating. And then at the end, I'm going to wrap it up with some tips and tricks to improve your experience and my belief on online dating.
3: You've tuned into the podcast that exposes thoughts on relationships, orgasms, authenticity and resilience, guiding you to the answers you seek with a host who can speak from education and experience as she has been there and probably done that. This is Australia's Love and Empowerment Coach, Belinda Love, in the raw.
0: The biggest question that I get asked is, why is it so hard to find somebody online And it is true. It is quite a challenge. There are so many issues like the profiles aren't set up right. For example, there are too many pics of the groups of friends that you have. So you don't actually know which one you are. (laughs) There is many, too many selfies taken in the right, the same position. Uh, There is, you, you get a match and then you say hi and then there's no contact or you get a match and there's no contact at all. There is uh, no description or worse, there's a description only written in in emojis. It's like we are still cavemen, but we're online now. (laughs) Oh my goodness. The profiles that have pics of animals, uh, food, locations. This is not Instagram people. This is selling you to find love. So there is a lot of concerns I find with profiles plus some of the profiles aren't even real. So I get a lot of men contacting me saying that they're, they're fake profiles. They're getting catfished. Uh, they're they they have models on there, but they're um, oh, actually maybe they're looking for the wrong women then. <laughs> uh, and then they're getting contacted about selling stuff or about sexual stuff. And I'm not talking about the next Netflix and chill kind of sexual 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 stuff either. <laughs> getting flustered. There is a whole world of crappy stuff out there. But I'm here today to skew your opinion on online dating because I truly believe that it can work and I will reveal how after I interview Paul and Janie and we can hear their thoughts and experiences about it because you might relate, you might take some tips out of it as well. So first question I asked Paul and Janie was, how do you find online dating?
2: That's simple. I find it to be a complete quaffdom, I think is the acronym. Um, Complete Waste of Fucking Time and Money is the long version. Um, I feel like it really takes advantage of people with a broken heart. I know that every girl that I've spoken to, she receives about 5,000 million messages and, and every guy that I speak to is basically upset because they haven't had a single response. I know personally, uh, probably send out 40 or 50 messages and you don't even get a reply most of the time. So it's a little disheartening.
0: Thanks, Paul. I think you've touched on quite a few topics there that a lot of us are dealing with. I want to address these topics to give you some tools to walk away with so you're not feeling disheartened. Firstly, I'm going to address the broken hearted statement. The fact that he believes that people get taken advantage of if they have a broken heart. So I want to talk to you singles who are feeling upset about your last relationship. If you are online currently with a broken heart and you haven't rectified those emotions and you're literally on there looking to fulfill an emptiness or fill a void, then you're on there for the wrong reasons and you're opening yourself up to be hurt. And not because of somebody else's actions, but because you're not ready or in the right headspace to be online dating. If you're on there just checking it out and feeling the vibe and not necessarily chatting or matching or uh, going on dates, that's okay. It's like putting your toe in the water and just getting warming yourself up. But if you're actually going on dates and you're not ready for it, you're A, going to mislead somebody and B, potentially get hurt. So please first rectify that before you get online dating, get online and start dating. (laughs) Um, And I do want to do a little cheeky plug here. Um, If you do need some help with moving forward through those emotions, I do have a book. It's called Breaking Down the Breakup and it's the four emotional phases to healing the heartbreak that you're dealing with. So, And then also getting you back on track to finding the love you deserve. So you can find that on my website. The next thing I want to address is the excessive messages and the lack of replies. Paul has said it himself that women are getting a lot of messages, which, gentlemen, if you hear it like that, to realize and understand that we can't reply to everybody. I know that when you really feel a connection with someone online and you get a message from someone, you will reply, which is why our profiles are so important. If you have a really good profile that says what you're wanting, then you'll be able to get a reply. If you don't get a reply, please don't be disheartened there's only one person in this world, hopefully, <laughs> that we are going to marry. So don't take it personally. Don't get disheartened. Just be patient. I know that online dating works. So trust that it wasn't meant to be with that person. Stop focusing on the fact that they didn't reply. Move on. I mean, it's window shopping for, for the soul, really, for soul, your soul partner. So there's no point in, in getting hung up in the in the one person or the what the couple of people that haven't replied because there will be someone that replies there will be someone that you go on a date with it just requires patience we live in a society of two-minute cheeseburgers two-minute noodles um uber delivery to your door we're so anxious and so focused on getting something this instance that we forget about the now we forget about being patient and enjoying the moments so just keep trying if you're not getting a response be creative analyze how or assess how you're actually communicating maybe you need to trial something different maybe you need to trial a different age bracket a different um, location don't just stay in one zone and and I'm not just talking about the location physical location not the one zone mentally if you're looking at um, people just purely for their physical and not reading into their description then shame on you (laughs) because we are accountable for our own Uh, outcomes?
1: For me personally, I find online dating kind of a necessary evil. I think back in the day, a lot of people would find romantic relationships through their work or through their friends. And it doesn't happen as often like that nowadays. For my line of work, I work a lot on my own. I don't work with lots of people. Um, I'm not meeting people that way. And I find with online dating, as much as I call it a necessary evil, I find at least, you know, that the people that you find on there are open to looking for romantic relationships or hookups. As long as you make it really clear what it is you're kind of looking for, I feel like you can, you, it's easier to find what you're looking for and you're already kind of jumping to step two rather than when you meet someone organically and you have to suss out whether or not they have a partner whether their sexual orientation is compatible with yours it skips that and straight to okay we're both looking for someone similar to each other to some extent.
0: Thanks, Janie. It's really refreshing to hear a young woman who is an eligible bachelorette, beautiful and um, gorgeous in her personality, pro-online dating, so for it, which is really exciting. I want to address some of your points because I I do agree with them. I think online dating does offer us the the platform to connect with people and take some of the guesswork out of it in the sense that they're online, they're on a dating app. So essentially they're either looking for one of two things, dating or Netflix and chill, as I like to call it. So it adds the ease of being able to sift through that. But then it also adds that element of What are your intentions? Because we are so used to people abusing the system that we are so fearful of actually getting hurt because we've been hurt before in the past because we found that person on the the dating app. But we're blaming the dating apps. We're, We're making the dating app accountable when it's only a piece of technology. We need to take accountability for ourselves and how we do that is by simply acknowledging that in any form of meeting somebody there is going to be the right people and there's going to be the wrong people it could be at the pub it could be online dating it could be at the grocery shop it could be at your favorite hobby it could be at a singles event wherever you go there's going to be right people and wrong people how you take control in the sense that you don't get hurt I mean you can't avoid getting hurt in life it's not about avoiding it it's about being aware of it and knowing how to deal with it is by firstly be clear with your intentions on your profile if you're if you have no description and you've got photos of yourself in lingerie or photos with yourself with your top off you're portraying the wrong message if and I'll give you a real life example one of my turning points in my career was years ago, about eight years ago, when I was on a dating app and and it was called Blender. And at that time, you could actually message anybody and you didn't have to match with that person. And this woman messaged me a photo of herself, nude from the, the neck down, uh, full frontal and said, and I asked her, are you looking for love or are you looking for a casual fling? And she said, I'm looking for love. And I said to her, if you're looking for love, you're portraying the wrong message. And she said, no, that's how you find love. You've got to put yourself out there because men like to have sex. And I said, yes, men like to have sex. Women like to have sex. But if you want to find love, you can't put your your, car- all your cards out on the table like that. She then came back to me about four days later and said, "I could, she couldn't believe it. She'd spoken to people about what I had told her and they agreed with me and she changed her whole attitude towards it and had now, had then um, got back to me about a month after that and had found a partner. It's not just about having the right profile, it's also about sticking to your values. So if you understand that there are going to be people out there that want a relationship and they're going to be people out there that just want a one night stand, you're in control of that path. If somebody asks you to catch up for Netflix and chill and you accept that offer and then you sleep with them, that is your choice. Stop blaming technology and just accept that you had a great night and enjoyed yourself. Obviously do it safely, (laughs) but stop putting out there what you want and then going back on your values and sleeping with someone if you want to find love. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't find love from a one night stand, but that's the minority. It's not the majority. And there is no judgment from me if you are on the online dating app, looking for a one night stand, then you need to be clear about that. No, we'll see where it goes. No leading somebody on. Just be honest, have integrity and show them upfront so they're not getting hurt. And if somebody tells you that and you're on the receiving end, you need to accept that for what it is. No sleeping with them to try to have a relationship. I'm very passionate about that topic. But the next question I asked Paul and Janie was, tell me one disaster
2: when you meet somebody and they don't look anything like their picture. It has happened to me on more than one occasion where I've been you know, catfished by strategically taken photographs. When we met up um, at the restaurant, you know, the girl looked nothing like what she did in her pictures at all. Like it was, you know, with Snapchat and all this sort of stuff, you've got to be so careful. So, you know, it was a complete disaster and just awkward.
0: The frustrating bit for me is to hear this happening because Paul is such a great eligible guy. It's not just happening to him, it's happening to many people. Maybe I should start singles meetups. <laughs> okay, so to address what Paul has said. Now, this is a very long topic because it goes into self-love, self-worth, trusting that the universe will deliver what you want in your life, loving your body. Uh, so I won't go into this in too much depth other than to say, be honest, guys, have integrity. If you have photos up there from 10 years ago, five years ago, and you don't look like that anymore, then you're not going to attract the right person anyway. So just be you. Somebody will love you for you. I promise you. I found love 22 kilos heavier. I had very long-term relationships when I was 80 kilos. I'm now 22 kilos lighter than that. And it's absolutely possible. So please love yourself and put that out there because when you do love yourself, somebody will love you for you.
1: My worst online dating experience that I can remember was this guy I was chatting to on Tinder. It seemed like everything was going fine. And we had, we were making plans to meet IRL and he hadn't told me what he did for work but when we were making plans to meet up you know i was sort of saying when i was available i was like cuz we decided tomorrow night and i was like cool well and then i made a joke like oh i don't know what time suits you because i don't know what you do for work ha 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 cuz you won't tell me and he lost his shit at me he was like what does it matter what i do for work I told you I was looking for an independent woman and it sounds like all you care about is money. And it was so bizarre because that's not why I was asking. (laughs) I was just asking to see if we could find a time that suited us both with both of our schedules. And he obviously was feeling really insecure about his job or maybe lack thereof. I don't know to this day, but because he was so volatile about something so innocent, I decided quite rightly so that, perhaps we shouldn't get together and then he lost it even more and was even more angry and blocked me before after he called me like a giant bitch <laughs> it was good times on the old tinder machine
0: i hear all too often people Making judgments, getting upset, abusing one another when utilizing an app that is meant to bring love and happiness. So I think Janie in this instance handled it quite well. If you were on the receiving end, if you were a Janie in that instance and have been abused, please don't buy into it because you don't want to lack your values, bring yourself down to their level, and please don't be disheartened because this personally, is my real life example of a universal diversion in the sense that you have seen somebody's actions before you have even met them, uh, which means it has saved you time. So just unmatch. And next, we've now heard one of Paul and Janie's disasters, which I'm sure we've all could relate to. Now it's time for the good stuff. Tell me one of your good experiences.
2: To be honest, I haven't had a good experience. I've had way more success in actually talking to people in real life. You know, what I find is it's just so judgmental. Um, it's very hard for me through social media. Like, I'm not an ugly guy. I'm not a great looking guy, but you know, if someone's looking for for heart and not pecs, I'm your man. And unfortunately a photograph doesn't always say that.
0: Okay. Not exactly the positive response I was hoping for, but he does raise some very truthful and honest thoughts there. I do believe that online dating, uh, social media has created a superficial society. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Were we already superficial or did social media make us superficial? So I think I'll do a po- a podcast separate to this on that topic specifically. So what I might do with you, Paul, is sit down with you and work out how to improve your online dating profiles because I truly do believe it's possible to find love with online dating. Don't have to be Brad Pitt, my love, and beauty is only skin deep. So So I will sit down with you and help you to improve your profile so that that shines through. Everybody finds somebody attractive. So it's not about how handsome or how beautiful you are. It's about how you portray yourself on your profile. I do believe that you can find love online. I have myself and I'll go into that a little bit more. But before that, I want to inject some more positive experiences so I can uplift Paul and anyone else out there who is experiencing negative reactions and responses with online dating. I've also introduced a new person, Xenia, because I just wanted to reaffirm how amazing it can be. First, we'll hear from Janie.
1: One day, I was just feeling a little bit bored. And I thought I would jump on Tinder and I promised myself I would only stay on there for 24 hours and then I would delete the app again because I'd had a few unsuccessful Tinder stories. I, you know, I was using it for swipey, swipey judgment times to pass the time as opposed to just scrolling through social media. It just seemed a little bit more interesting. And this guy popped up. And he seemed really interesting. And he started talking to me right away and was seemed really funny and complimentary. And I promised myself I would only use it for 24 hours, but something inside me was like, I have to meet this guy. So even though we'd only been talking a really little bit, I was like, Hey, I'm deleting my Tinder, but here's my number. And, you know, I wasn't looking for anything serious. I was just looking to pass the time for 24 hours, but we ended up meeting and we really hit it off and we dated for a solid three months after that. And, you know, obviously it ended like all of my stories, but I would also say that we're friends now and it did kind of give me a restored faith in the online dating process.
0: There are so many great examples in what Janie has just said about how to have a great experience online, have no expectations, make effort, communicate, actually set a date. And I think that's a lot of areas where we are failing. But before I wrap it up and give you a little bit more of some insight, I want to hear from Zenia and her experience just to restore your faith in online dating. Dick pics. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Zenia brought up dick pics. And when you receive a dick pic in your DMs, it's as surprising and as shocking as that. I want to address that before we get into Xenia's best experiences. Gentlemen, if you are sending pictures of your penis without being requested, please don't. If they're being requested, then go ahead, do what makes you happy. Now, that's all I have to say on dick pics. Take it away, Zen.
4: You know, it's great fun and it's a good way to meet new different people that aren't, I guess, in your social circle. One great experience, a little bit left of center, left field, I guess. I was in Europe. And was on Tinder to meet local people and things like that. And one guy basically was like, hey, do you want to come on a yacht in Monaco? So I was like, fuck yeah, but was kind of super cautious and checked everything out, got a girlfriend to come. And we ended up getting the works in terms of dinner and wine and spent a really good night on a yacht in Monaco. And then at midnight just went home. So (laughs) that was... That was super fun and probably my best experience. And then I've actually found some like decent friends on there too. I did meet a partner on there.
0: So as you can see, there are some great experiences with online dating. You can find love. I have been to and have heard of many marriages from online dating. Remove the stigma. Take accountability with what you're doing. I always condone safety. So the yacht situation sounds phenomenal but I am truly glad that uh, Xenia did research before she went on the boat. I personally have found love on Tinder. In fact I have made many friends from that app as well Uh, but trial a few. Don't just get on one and hate it and then write off online dating entirely. Uh, And I also have a pdf for you if you want to go on my website to download it to get the six steps to a killer online dating experience belindalove.com.au it all the steps are outlined in there how to improve your profile how to engage how to connect and how to remove this stigma that we have around online dating. It takes patience, guys. Yes, it can be a time wasted, But if you're looking and swiping but not connecting, you're never going to meet somebody. So you need to take that next step. Give it a go. Get in touch. You can find me on my social media. My Instagram is BelindaLove underscore coach. My Facebook is BelindaLove and my website, BelindaLove.com.au. And I can answer questions. If you want the PDF, let me know. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I have found it a lot of fun, very interesting to hear the common themes that we're all experiencing. But there is a tipping point of success if you are patient. The verdict is in, in my opinion, online dating is magic. It can be tragic, but there's more magic to be found. If you do it the right way. And I reveal all in my PDF. This is all I have for this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to me that you were spending time on investing in yourself, but I also truly appreciate the love and support. Spread the podcast, tune in to the next one. If you subscribe, you'll get notified, which is just magic. But this is me, Belinda Love in the raw, sending you love through the interwebs.
3: You tune into the podcast that exposes thoughts on relationships, orgasms, authenticity, and resilience guiding you to the answers you seek with a host who can speak from education and experience as she has been there and probably done that. This is Australia's Love and Empowerment Coach, Belinda Love, in the raw.